Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. But the agency is still looking at massive budget gaps in the future. I'm John Aaron. Protests in D.C. Saturday night over the death of a woman in police custody a half a world away. Maryland loses in college football. Navy wins in overtime. The Nats lose their 99th game of the year in Miami. One o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. President Biden has declared a state of emergency for Florida as a storm makes its way to the state where it may hit as a hurricane. CBS's Christian Benavides is in Miami. Another potentially devastating storm is gaining strength in the Caribbean. Preparations are underway in Florida as Tropical Storm Ian is churning a path towards the state. People are stocking up on bottled water and filling up gas tanks. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau has sent troops to help residents of two provinces in eastern Canada that were hit by a powerful storm on Saturday. We've approved Nova Scotia's request for federal assistance and will deploy the Canadian Armed Forces to assist in assessment and cleanup and stand ready to do more. The storm washed some houses into the sea, tore the roofs off others, and knocked out power to the vast majority of the provinces. It was a rough week on Wall Street, with inflation fears pushing the Dow to its lowest point of the year. More on that from CBS News correspondent Michael George. The Federal Reserve hiked interest rates again this week in an effort to cut inflation by slowing the economy. When the closing bell rang Friday, the news wasn't good. The Dow dropped 486 points to its lowest level since late 2020. All this is inflation is hurting Americans at every turn. Italy could elect its first far-right prime minister in almost 80 years in Sunday's parliamentary elections. CBS's Chris Livesey is in Rome. This year marks the 100th anniversary of Mussolini's historic march on Rome. Plunging the country into two decades of dictatorship, an alliance with Hitler, and a second world war. Today, his fascist party is gone, but many say she is carrying the torch. Georgia Maloney, leader of the Brothers of Italy. What was once a fringe party has ballooned into the biggest in the country, and it's now poised to lead the most hard-right government since World War II. 
South Korea's military has detected North Korea's first ballistic missile test since June. Reporter Alex Jensen in Seoul. Apart from being banned from testing ballistic missiles, the timing's drawing attention because the nuclear-powered aircraft carrier USS Ronald Reagan just arrived in South Korea for joint drills, while Vice President Kamala Harris is also due to visit Seoul this week. Russian forces attacked Ukrainian cities again on Saturday, the same day Russian-orchestrated boats took place in four Russian-occupied regions of Ukraine in an attempt to create a pretext for their annexation. Also in Russia Saturday, hundreds of people arrested as they protested Vladimir Putin. This is CBS. You need to hire fast and hire right? You need Indeed. Their all-in-one hiring platform helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates efficiently. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. 103 Sunday morning, September 25th, 2022. It's 61 in the nation's capital. Some clouds early this morning, dipping to the lower 50s for a low. Hello there, I'm Ian Crawford. Top local stories we're following this hour. Math scores in Montgomery County schools missed their targets last year. That, according to a report presented to the county's Board of Education. Details from WTOP's Luke Lukert. Superintendent Monifa McKnight. We've seen some growth in literacy, and we've seen some decline in math, and specifically at the secondary level. The target was for 64% of students to be proficient at their math level. According to data collected by the district, only about 61% met expectations. Middle schoolers seem to suffer the most in their math scores. Less than half of eighth graders met the district's measures. The school district did surpass its expectations in literacy. The target was for two-thirds of students to meet their reading level. Data showed almost 72% met that requirement. Luke Luker, WTOP News. Kids are supposed to be back in school, but some kids don't show up. That's why truancy programs are getting into full swing. Throughout the D.C. area, there are truancy prevention programs, and in Prince George's County, there is even a truancy court. That court, while it can and does hold parents accountable for sending their children to school, the ultimate goal isn't to penalize the parent. It really is compliance. Prince George's County State's Attorney Ayesha Braveboy says she'll join with the school district sending letters to parents of kids with five or more days of unexcused absences. Kids who are truant may be directed to various county resources to help them keep up their attendance. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. It's 105 and Metro says more people have been using the system lately, but it also says decreased ridership overall is posing a financial threat. Metro says it registered a pandemic-era high of nearly 293,000 Metro Rail trips on Wednesday, September 14th, and that since Labor Day, rail ridership is up 10%. But with ridership and revenue still well down from pre-pandemic levels, Metro's CFO is warning of significant and growing budget gaps. That gap could be about $185 million for the 2024 fiscal year and balloon to more than $900 million by fiscal year 2029. The financials structure is just simply not sustainable into the future. I mean, I think that's a fair statement. That's Metro Board Chair Paul Smedberg. You know, the underlying structure is beginning to, to break down almost, really. John Aaron, WTOP News. Protests urged many of Iranian-American heritage taking to the streets in downtown D.C. Saturday night showing solidarity with ongoing protests in Iran. The protests sparked by the death of Masa Amini, a young woman who died in police custody earlier this month over a violation of Iran's strict religious dress code. She was allegedly detained for not wearing her hijab. 
properly in public, protesters in D.C. carried posters and pictures of Amini through town. D.C. police searching for a car connected with a Saturday morning murder in Southeast. Detectives say they're looking for a white Kia Optima sedan with Ohio license plates JAU3816. They say the car was last seen on 30th Street Southeast near the Winston Education Campus. That's where officers found 62-year-old Arthur Harrison Jr. He'd been shot. Paramedics tried to revive Harrison, but he died at the scene. Now, if you missed that Ohio license plate number that police are looking for, you can find the story online at WTOP.com. Just ahead on the Sunday morning, after traffic and weather, you will now need an easy pass to drive some of Virginia's newest lanes and road death numbers in Montgomery County heading the wrong way. 107. Hey, it's Jack Taylor. You've heard me talking about the new standard in five-star senior living coming to Gaithersburg, the Carnegie at Washingtonian Center. They're inviting you to join them at the Lakewood Country Club Ballroom in Rockville on September 29th for a free author presentation, book signing, and luncheon featuring Steve Gillen, New York Times best-selling author of The Pact, Bill Clinton, Newt Gingrich, and the rivalry that defined a generation, and America's Reluctant Prince, The Life of John F. Kennedy Jr. Space is limited. Be sure to register today at Life of the Carnegie.com. Melissa from Michigan. I work an extra part-time job serving lunch at my child's school, but I still can't afford to put food on our table. Daniel from California. Choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. It's 108. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th and Carlos Ramirez is in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks, Ian. We're still watching the accident scene on Maryland 28. That's Darnstown Road. All lanes still closed between 112 Seneca Road and 118 Germantown Road. This is for an accident scene involving a vehicle that did knock over a power pole. Got some downed wires across the roadway, so they had to shut that down. Again, all lanes are blocked between Seneca Road and Germantown Road. Follow police direction for the workaround. I-95 in the BW Parkway between the beltways looking all right. 270 looks good as well. No issues inside the beltway along... DC 295 or the Southeast Southwest Freeway. I will say it's a little crowded on the westbound side, headed past uh, uh, South Capitol Street, but no reported accident scenes just yet. On the northbound side of the Third Street Tunnel, looks like an emergency vehicle just made their way past New York Avenue. Proceed with caution through that area. Down in Virginia, southbound side of I 95 has the accident scene. After the exit for 123, it looks like the right side of the roadway is blocked. You've got a single left lane getting by the crash. You've got delays back towards the Route 1 exit. By the time you're down near the uh, Prince William Parkway, you should have all lanes available to you once again. Westbound side of 66, you're jammed up from 123 over towards the Fairfax County Parkway. The work zone blocks uh, the far left-hand side of the roadway. You've got a single right lane getting by. As of now, the ramp from westbound 66 onto westbound 50 is closed. You cannot access westbound 50 from 66. You'll have to take the eastbound ramp or head over towards the Fairfax County Parkway. You could probably get where you need to go on the northbound side of the Fairfax County Parkway. Eastbound 66 completely up to speed and no delays on the inner loop of the Beltway in Virginia. 
Beltway traffic in Maryland looking pretty good as well. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Sunday morning coming down with this forecast from Storm Team 4, Steve Prince of Valley. Early on this Sunday, a partly to mostly cloudy start with cool temperatures in the 50s, though not as chilly as yesterday morning. Later on your Sunday, any early sunshine will give way to increasing clouds ahead of a cold front. It'll be a breezy warm afternoon as we top off in the upper 70s to near 80. There will be some showers, maybe a thunderstorm moving in as a cold front approaches during the afternoon and evening. If there is a storm or two, could have some gusty winds. So certainly watch for that inside and away from windows as soon as thunder roars. Later on your uh, Monday, after the front sweeps through the area, sun and clouds, breezy, refreshing Monday. Highs upper 70s, partly sunny on Tuesday, mid-70s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Steve Prince of Valley. 61 in Oxon Hill and 57 in Sterling, Virginia. 61 downtown at the wharf in D.C. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 111. The free ride on the new lanes of I-66, the new express lanes on I-66 is over now. As we reported early yesterday morning in traffic, tolls and HOV requirements on the I-66 express lanes between Route 29 in Gainesville and Route 29 in Centerville are now in effect. Tolls will vary based on traffic volumes. Drivers will see the listed price on signs before they make the choice to enter. Drivers can pay with an Easy Pass, Easy Pass Flex, or online afterward. Montgomery County is seeing an increase in traffic deaths. This as the county works on its Vision Zero plan to make the roads safer for all users. At the discussion of Montgomery County's work to eliminate deaths on county roads, Christy Daphnis, chair of an advisory committee on pedestrian and cyclist safety, read a list of names. Sarah Langenkamp, Randall Gibson, Vidal Juarez Godinez. Those are the names of pedestrians and cyclists who died on county roadways so far this year. Montgomery County Police Captain Brian Dillman said there are 77 speed and red light cameras in the county and that by 2026 there would be 216. Dillman said the automated cameras are not about revenue generation. The enforcement effort is about curving the, the speed that we have people driving out there. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. It's 112 and right now getting caught speeding by a traffic camera and the ticket is only a fine. But some D.C. lawmakers think those tickets should also add a point to the car owner's license. If we are going to use automated traffic enforcement, then our automated traffic enforcement laws need to have some teeth to it to change behavior. Christina Henderson, D.C. Council at Large, is among co-sponsors of legislation that would put one point per ticket on the license of a vehicle owner for speed camera infractions. If someone were to accumulate enough points by which their license is suspended, it is not because you couldn't pay the fine. It is literally because you are driving recklessly on our streets. Christy King, WTOP News. Just ahead on WTOP, a busy, busy day in college football and a thriller for Navy. Plus, the commanders prep for Philadelphia and the Nats lose in Miami. Frank Hanrahan with details next. It's one thirteen. Hey, ladies, ready to order appetizers? Hmm, I don't think I should. I'm trying to cut back on spending lately. Didn't you download that Upside app I told you about? The one that gets you cash back. Huh? No, I didn't. Is it really worth it? Yes, because of cashback from Upside, I haven't had to cut back, even with prices getting extremely high lately. Wow. And what do you get cash back on again? You get money back on gas, groceries, and it works at restaurants. Look, I'd get 37% cash back on this meal, including on drinks and apps. All right, I'm sold. You order the apps, I'm buying and getting the cash back on Upside. Oh, no. I've created a monster. 
Download the free Upside app and use promo code APPS for an extra $10 on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's promo code APPS for an extra $10 on the free Upside app. Remember, use promo code APPS for an extra $10 on your first purchase. Don't cut back. Get cash back with the free app from Upside. 114. Hiring the right talent is my number one priority for my growing company. I used to believe that if you post it, they will come was the only way to recruit new employees. However, after months of being ghosted by candidates and having more empty chairs than employees made me fire the dot-coms and reach out to 2060 Digital. Their team of experts created and managed a custom marketing strategy to help me reach and hire the best candidates for my growing company. Their social media experts created ads that highlighted our facility. Their email experts developed A-B testing strategies to find the best time to reach them. And the best part, 2060 Digital is a Google Premier Partner. So when my audience searched for available jobs online, we topped our competitors in search engines. See what they can do for you by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060 Digital, building campaigns that connect. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 115 with Frank Hanrahan. Big victory for Navy football. Double-digit underdogs go on the road and beat East Carolina in double overtime. 23-20, first win of the season for the mids. Maryland falls in number four, Michigan 34-27. Terps are now 3-1 and one on the season. They get Michigan State next Saturday back in College Park. Georgetown falls to Columbia 42-6. Bowie State beats St. Augustine's 36-20. Nationals fall at Miami 4-1. Only run coming from Joey Manessis, a solo homer. Eric Fetty took the loss. The Nats 99th loss of the season. They'll try to avoid the sweep on Sunday afternoon at Miami. Atlanta's Kyle Wright becomes the first 20-game winner in the majors this season as Atlanta beat the Phillies 6-3. The Orioles collapse late and fall at home to the Houston Astros as uh, H-Town gets its 100th victory of the season. Commanders at 1-1 one one hosting the 2-0 Philadelphia Eagles Sunday 1 o'clock at FedEx Field. And despite uh, this being a road game in the division, the Eagles still favored by six and a half points. Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you this morning on WTOP. Canada's maritime provinces are assessing and cleaning up after the storm that was once Hurricane Fiona smashed the region early Saturday with strong winds and heavy rains. Now all eyes turning back to the Caribbean as tropical storm Ian gathers strength. He's expected to hit western Cuba sometime Tuesday before steaming toward the Florida Gulf Coast. Russia's forces launched new strikes on Ukrainian cities as Kremlin-orchestrated votes took place in four occupied regions created to create a pretext for their annexation by Moscow. In Russia, hundreds are arrested after protesting a mobilization order aimed at bolstering the country's troops in Ukraine. Iranians experienced a near-total Internet blackout Wednesday amid days of mass protests against the government order, against the government death, I should say of a woman held by the country's morality police for allegedly violating its strictly enforced dress code. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. It's 117, keeping kids safe in the car. Child Passenger Safety Week is wrapping up this weekend, but the effort to make sure kids are in car seats goes on. Installing car seats for your kids is not always easy, but it is necessary. The biggest injurers and killers of children 
is car crashes. Joe Colella is director of child passenger safety for the Juvenile Products Manufacturers Association. He says during this baby safety month, parents should make sure that car seats are installed correctly. He says the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration has a link. You can find a local car seat technician or event where you can get your car seat checked and it's usually free. They'll help you make sure that baby car seat is attached properly. Sandy Kozell, WTOP News. Traffic and weather on the 8th and right back to Carlos Ramirez in the traffic center. Thanks, Ian. For the most part, not seeing too many delays around your uh, major highways. However, a few exceptions. If you're headed southbound on I-95, you're going to see the delays basically from the exit for, uh, for Route 1 all the way down towards the Prince William Parkway. You only have a single lane along the left-hand side getting by the accident scene. Uh, looks like a lot of folks are slowing down pretty dramatically just to look at it as well. So do be very careful and move to the far most left lane as quickly as you can. If you're headed westbound on 66, the delays are basically gone. No real slowdowns headed past the work zone, but the work zone is out there between 123 and the Fairfax County Parkway. You'll have just a single lane along the right-hand side to get past that one. Also keep in mind the ramp to westbound uh, 50 is currently closed. If you're headed westbound 66, you cannot get onto westbound 50 right now. You're going to be forced to take the eastbound ramp or head over towards the Fairfax County Parkway ramp. Looks like that one is what more folks are opting for. It looks like that um, access road is slowing down a little bit. So just be extra careful tonight. If you're headed eastbound on 66, things are quiet from Manassas to the Beltway. Nothing blocking your way. Interloop of the Beltway looks good. Headed up towards the American Legion Bridge. In Maryland, across the Bay Bridge, they've got two-way traffic. Single lane gets you by in either direction. If you're headed... On the northbound side of the BW Parkway, just as you make your approach to 197, looks like they're looking for an accident scene there. Don't have it in camera just yet. Proceed with caution. I'm not seeing any delays, which tells me you will approach it at speed. Again, northbound BW Parkway, headed towards 197. If you're headed in the district, new crash at the intersection of Kansas Avenue and Blair Road in northwest. As of now, delays in all four directions, but plenty of workarounds for you there. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Steve Prince of Valley with your Sunday forecast, which has some changing in it. A quiet start to your Sunday morning with a partly to mostly cloudy skies. We begin the day in the 50s. Later on Sunday... Early sunshine gives way to increasing clouds, breezy and warm, highs upper 70s, but showers will develop, maybe a thunderstorm in the afternoon and evening. If there is a storm, it could have some gusty wind, so watch for that with thunder roars getting sighted away from windows. Monday, a blend of sun and clouds, breezy and refreshing. Highs upper 70s, partly sunny, fantastic Tuesday, mid-70s. A cooler day on Wednesday, partly cloudy and breezy, highs lower 70s. I'm Storm Team 4, meteorologist Steve Prince of Alley. 61 at Tyson, 62 in Crofton, 61 downtown at Lanfont Plaza, brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. After traffic and weather, Gen Z. Having some early struggles in the job market. It's 121. My husband struggled with erectile dysfunction for 10 years. The pills never worked all that well. Now that we've been through the treatments at Monument Medical Clinic, our relationship has completely changed. The wave technology was quick and easy and really did increase his blood flow. Now we're both enjoying the results. Hi guys, it's Andrew with Monument Medical Clinic. Our technology is proven to open up and regrow blood vessels. If you're ready to put a stop to your ED, call us right now and you'll qualify for the exam, assessment, even the ultrasound totally free. Plus, for callers in the next two minutes, an enhanced gift that produces immediate results in the bedroom. Call 202-908-5555. That's 202-908-5555. Put a stop to your erectile dysfunction, no pills, and no side effects. Call Monument Medical Clinic to qualify for that $600 offer totally free. 202-908-5555. 122. 
today at carsforkids.org. That's cars with a K. Your car can be picked up as soon as the next day. Receive a tax deduction and vacation voucher. 1-877-CARS-FOR-KIDS. Now accepting donations of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate. Transparency and trust makes buying a car at Fitzgerald Subaru Gaithersburg in Rockville a great experience. It all begins with a low price in writing posted on the window of every car. There's no haggling to get the low price or to know the monthly payment. It's all right there on the window. No haggle, no hassle. Fitzgerald Subaru in Gaithersburg and Rockville. Call 888-FITZMALL today. Transparency you can trust. That's the Fitzway. There's just no better way to go. You're listening to WTOP News. It's 123. A woman was attacked from behind as she was going into a Montgomery County apartment Friday morning. Detectives from the Special Victims Unit say the woman was attacked from behind just after 1030. This is she was entering her apartment in the 800 block of Northampton Drive, just north of Langley Park. The suspect said to be wearing a black ski mask and black hooded sweatshirt. The investigation ongoing. Neighbors turned out Saturday in a Temple Hill neighborhood for a crime-fighting rally. The DJ filled the air with music outside the Carriage Hill Apartments. There were games for the kids, food trucks, and Prince George's County State's attorney, Aisha Braveboy, says the rally also connects residents with vital resources like job information. Employee Prince George's is one of our greatest partners. They connect uh, residents with training opportunities, uh, apprenticeship opportunities. Folks could also tag up with county specialists in behavioral health. It's all part of Brave Boy's program of crime fighting beyond arrests and prosecutions. The rally also provided the chance to get a flu shot in the COVID vaccine. In Temple Hills, Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. A 32-year-old man was shot dead in Northeast D.C. Saturday morning. Happened in the 2300 block of 15th Street Northeast. That's where police found the man suffering a gunshot wound. Victims identified as David Scott of Northeast D.C. Police offering a $25,000 reward for information in the case. The baseball season at Nationals Park may be reaching an end, but an ongoing dispute between the park and the district has threatened to shut down the ballpark to future games, concerts, and other events. But we're now learning more about a plan that could resolve that issue. We're really seeking closure here. That's how Allison Prince, an attorney for Events DC, which owns Nats Park, described the situation. Under an agreement with the city, Events DC is supposed to develop 46,000 square feet of commercial and retail space at the ballpark. But Events DC says a better plan now is to develop significantly less space, 17,000 square feet. And Prince says they'd be open to accepting a set timeline. The new concept is putting in a deadline for building out that retail space. The proposal will be taken up by DC's Zoning Commission. Nick Einelli, WTOP News. Money News at 25 and 55 on WTOP, 125 with Ann Cates. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. A new generation of employees just out of college has seen the drawbacks of remote work. Bloomberg reporter Claire Ballantyne says a survey from Harris found that more than half of Gen Z respondents felt like they were missing out at the office. You had this dynamic of young people who were trying to learn office culture and potentially get a full-time job coming in all the time. Meanwhile, a lot of their managers were working remotely, and they really reported that uh, that was a really chaotic and disjointed experience for them. And Valentine adds that while those young workers want some job flexibility, they feel they need structure and guidance to advance in their roles. I think that a lot of people 
do appreciate the in-person aspect of getting to know their coworkers, getting out of the house, having that social aspect a little bit, and also the collaboration aspect. The trend comes as corporate America grapples with how to handle hybrid work arrangements. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Ann Cates on WTLP. Just ahead after traffic and weather, exit Fiona, messily through Atlantic Canada. And her tropical storm, Ian, drawing an apparent bead on Florida. And Wall Street spending the weekend licking its wounds after a rotten week for stocks. It's 126. Melissa from Michigan. I work an extra part-time job serving lunch at my child's school. But I still can't afford to put food on our table. Daniel from California. Choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Hunger is a story we can end. End. What will it take to conserve 10 billion acres of ocean, 1.6 billion acres of land, and over 600,000 miles of river? What will it take to protect and restore natural habitats in over 70 countries around the world and in all 50 states here at home? What will it take? You. Together, we will make it happen. It's in our nature. See how your gift can help at nature.org. The Nature Conservancy. Protecting nature, preserving life.